some smoke. About to sing a song to y'all. What are you getting fucking high tonight? Oh, supposed to be Thanksgiving, right? But I said we getting high tonight. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, we getting high tonight. I'm ready to go, Big Papa Bear. You are listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show. Raspberry Boogie and the Tokyo Smoke Show Man, I don't wanna hear nothing else on my radio Turn up the volume Peace speak volumes First class fans every episode also Raspberry Boogie in the Tokyo Smoke Show Man, I don't wanna hear nothing else on my radio Turn up the volume Peace speak volumes First class fans every episode also What is happening? good people if you are not super geeked up and excited right now then i don't know what the motherfuck you're doing because it is a thursday okay and if you're celebrating congratulations the very first one was celebrating genocide i'm here to smoke with my guy and i'm talking about none other than my little brother Wings and wisdom. Look, before, 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 I, I ain't even told you what you're doing yet. You're listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show. I am that guy, Tokyo Everett Jameson, the captain of the vessel, sitting at the head of Tokyo Nation with my arms wide open, welcoming all of you into my bosom, bitches. Let's go. So, oh, oh, Wings, dude. what's going on, my dude? Shit, I'm, I'm, I'm just taking all that in. That was amazing. I love that. That was great. I was like, whoa. Sounds like a messiah. A whole prophet. prophet." I was like, yeah, I don't know where we're going, but I'm following. What direction? I will will take it, folks. Y'all know what time it is. It is an early morning smoke. We need to get high. Y'all need to get high, and that's no motherfucking lie. Grab your J's, grab your blunts, grab your contraband. Let's toast. This is what I've been waiting on. Been waiting on this blood now. Yeah. Alright. I need to light that thing again. It ain't doing like I want to. Mm, there you go. Alright, Wings. Let's cut the bullshit. This is like eight years in the damn making. I've known you since you were five fucking years old. Why is it taking so long to get on the show, fam? Um, shit. It's really a... There's some excuses, but then there's no excuses at the same time. You know? Like you said, we're cutting the bullshit. You know? There, there is some excuses, but at the same time, you know, sometimes you just, you just gotta get it done. And that's what we did today. We said, fuck it. We're getting it we getting the fuck done. And I'm glad I'm glad we're fucking doing it. I'm glad we're fucking doing it. It should have happened. Should have already happened, but you know what? It's all good. Alright, fam. So I need you to paint a picture for me. I need you to paint a picture for all these stoners out here in Tope Nation and Limberville, WGDC, Stoner Fam, I am cannabis, all those communities, man. If you are getting ready to, matter of fact, let me just say this: you got three days off of work. Yes, sir. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you a zip of weed. What 
do you need amongst you to be able to make that the best fucking three days? Shit, you already said a zip, so that's a good start. All I'm, shit, all I'm really missing, honestly, if I get some, some chicken wings, <laughs> you know, I got my my PS4 and that's that's enough. But hell. I'm on the Tokyo Smoke Show, so I'm going to tell the truth. Throw in some head as well. Aces. Fucking aces. That's always, <laughs> that's always a good day. You're like, like, so everybody out there, let me let me take this as an opportunity to throw an endorsement to head. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tokyo Everett Jameson from the Tokyo Smoke Show. Nothing gets me right like head. Having a bad day? Give me some head. My mom just died. Suck my dick. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. As long as you've got my head in your mouth, I am having the absolute best day. And if you work it long enough, you'll get a reward. Boom! Right in the eye. Tokyo Jameson with the Tokyo Smoke Show. So that was for head. I'm, I'm big on commercials. And, and I'm big on commercials that would never exist in real life. I... <laughs> I can never see, like, uh, fucking James Earl Jones and all his voice talking about some, come and suck my dick. No, that just, it just doesn't happen that like that. fucking funny as hell, though. Could you just imagine a whole commercial of him just endorsing head? No, that Muf- would be... Mufasa? Yeah. Endorsing I'd head? I'd watch it. Man, I watched that fucking commercial on repeat like it was the fucking ShamWow commercial from back in the day. I didn't look. Head statistics would go up for sure. Head statistics are already high, but but they would definitely go higher, man, because, you know, when James Earl Jones endorses something and somehow... Somehow in this commercial, now we we were creating this epic commercial now about sucking dick. James Earl Jones is the narrator, and somehow they have a hologram of Uncle Phil just sitting there nodding his head. I don't know how they got Uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince that hologram, but hey, it's there. I'm vibing with this. I'm I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it pan out. So, is it like a voiceover type thing and then the camera pans and you just have Uncle Phil, hologram Uncle Phil right there in front of you? Nodding his head. Nodding his head in approval. And then and then and then we get uh hologram OG Aunt Viv just to just stand up. <laughs> At the end of the car, she just gets up. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you, cause you see him nodding his head, and you just like, okay, Uncle Phil approved, and then Aunt Bill says, "Oh, like, oh shit!" <laughs> it's that kind of party. That's what I'm talking about. Can't nobody dance like the old school Aunt Bill. She used to, she used to shake that tail feather. Ladies and gentlemen, this uh, is absolutely the Tokyo Smoke Show. And if you hadn't heard yet, now you do. This episode right here is going to be a part of my Black. Friday extravaganza. I'm going to be releasing two episodes tomorrow for the price of one, bitches. They both free, so you better eat them shits up. Eat them up. Like them leftovers you about to be eating on. First one's about genocide. So, I just gotta remind these motherfuckers like I gotta remind them. I gotta, I gotta remind them. It's a fucking Thursday. <laughs> so, Alright, I did, I did, um, I released a smoke last night that I did with Red Spliff, and, um, oh shit, that, <laughs> when I tell uh, you, you that too. shit was absolutely ridiculous, man, and, um, folks are loving it, we did a painting of stoners, like, right, so, I know you're familiar with good times. You know, you're, you're a pop culture aficionado. You weren't alive when it was on live, but you know what the fuck it is. So after the intro goes off, they focus on a painting. Mm-hmm. It's from yeah. an artist known, uh, known as Ernie Barnes, and it's called The Sugar Shack. Mm-hmm. So Red and I created our version of The Sugar Shack with stoners in the painting. 
And I ended up, I, I think we ended up like including like maybe 40 some odd people. It was fucking ridiculous. Now I got a challenge for you, my guy. So let me let y'all know again. Y'all listen to the Spoke- Tokyo Spoke Show. If y'all are just now tuning in, where have you been? Because I got wings of wisdom. He's my little brother and my best friend. Rhyming for that ass, bitches. What y'all got? I'm a dirty, rotten rhymer. I'm a daggum assassin on the mic. <laughs> so, what we're doing, my guy, and I think your camera just froze because it looks like you're dead at work on that thing. We'll be right back with more Tokyo Smoke Show. Because it's like, you know, everybody, everybody wants peace. Everybody wants happiness. Everybody, and, you know, we want to talk history. Our constitution entitles everybody to it. So what the fuck? That's why I don't, I don't understand. Like, I just, so many people, I just really want to slap the fuck out of them a lot. <laughs> the more you know, Ready to get back? Yes. Goddamn, never had that shit happen before, ever. <clears throat> no, it's all good. Goddamn, fucking phone froze, and my ass was, you know, I was sitting here like, what? Okay, what, what's going on? Is it a buffering issue? And, like, it took me a good, you know, solid <laughs> two minutes to actually process that my phone was just frozen. I was just like, what the fuck is this? I had a whole existential crisis and shit had <laughs> everything i was like what the fuck is going on man it's supposed to be a smartphone though okay i looked down at you and i was like all right my man packing that bowl i was like he ain't answering my question he must be focused on that bowl and i was like nah my man ain't moved in a while he must be froze i was like well you must be froze i was like at least you can still hear me right and you ain't say nothing. I was like, oh, he must really be concentrating on that bowl. So my dumb ass kept talking because that's what the fuck I got to do. If, if it's quiet, I got to keep talking. So then I was like, nah, y'all. He, he, <laughs> he froze, y'all. So, so I sat here and I was just like, what's going on? And then <laughs> I'm like, why is he not saying nothing? I was, y'all was doing the same shit. I'm sitting here like. I was like, is this like a buffering issue? I was like, but for but, but to buffer for two minutes and no kind of sig- symbol or anything, I was like, my, I was looking at my battery charge. I was like, no, that whole damn fucking phone is started tapping my screen. I said, oh no, shit, this bitch is frozen. This bitch is frozen, frozen. Hey man, we gonna get back into this thing in five, four, three. Fuck you, terrorist. You cannot stop the awesome that has come together. You cannot hinder the manifestation of awesome that has been brought before you today. Fuck you, terrorist. Nah, y'all. Somebody tried to, to, to ambush the Tokyo Smoke Show and shut it down so the Wings and, wings and Wisdom and I couldn't do what the fuck we were born to do, which was bring y'all absolutely nothing but uncut awesome. Like, this is the purest fucking drug you're going to get this week, and we back in it. So, because, you know, the terrorists tried to come in and take my smoke away from you, I'm about to light up another one. So, folks, grab your J's, grab your blunts, and that contraband, let's toast. Let me load this bowl really fast. <laughs> Do that. Shit. While you loading that bowl, I'm going to bring everybody back and tell them where we were going with this thing. All right, so I gave you all the backstory on, you know, good times and what I did with Red Spliff on the show, the smoke show that I've released already. If you haven't checked that out yet, I definitely encourage you to. Um, go and listen to the episode. It's just called Red Spliff on the Tokyo Smoke Show. Like, that's really simple. Nothing too crazy or clever. I didn't have to go clever with the title because the episode was just pure fire. So if you haven't checked it out, please do so. But what we did, again, um, was we took a a painting by Ernie Banks called, um, Ernie Barnes, excuse me, called Sugar Shack, and we flipped it 
with stoners and we just you know said you know who the stoners were and what they were doing in the artwork and everything it was real tight so with you my friend because I absolutely enjoy uh, seeing you interact on Twitter you you interact with a lot of motherfuckers a lot of people like are used to you like they're used to you like it's like it's like they wake up in the morning, they breathe, they go to the bathroom, they take that morning shit, and then they open up their phone to get some wings. Like, that's the expectation of motherfuckers. Mm. So, what I mm. want to do, it, hey, I'm just saying, like, you, you're, you're a low-key celebrity. You know, I mean, it's like you're not out there making millions, but, you know, people do have, you know, expectations of you. It's crazy how that happens. It is. It is. It is. A, it's kind of a very a surreal thing, honestly. Like, it's something that never ceases to amaze me ever, ever. I'm just kind of like, what? Like, every day I'm like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> every day. That's, I, that's what I do. I get on there after my morning piss. I'm on there like, what? Every day. What? I was tagging, damn, I don't even know this person, but they really trying to smoke with me today. Okay, cool. What's up, man? Toast right. up. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, folks. It is absolutely crazy, um, but but I love it. But nonetheless, you know, I did that waxing on my guy because I want to preface the next thing. So what's getting ready to happen? Wings, I'm coming to you because Netflix just came to me. And was like, Tope, I want you to produce um, a stoner comedy. It's a sitcom for stoners. Kind of like Disjointed, but even better. So, show. I, Man, love disjoint. I love, I love Disjointed. I love Disjointed. I was sad when it was over. Like, yeah. when it was, you know, when you watched that last episode. But it had such a great ending, though. It had one of those endings to a show to where, like, it was bittersweet, you know? Like you're sad to see it go, but the way they capped it off was like, you know what? I, I can sit with this. I can I can take this as the ending. And just write your own tale at the end, you know? Big facts. Really I think what I'm going to end up doing today is re-watching that whole fucking series. Because I hadn't watched it since I watched it, so I'm due. I'm good enough now to where I can probably watch it with fresh eyes and enjoy it. You know, really, really good, mm -hmm. like the first time. So that's where I'm at. But, um, so yeah. So I'm, I'm, I've been challenged to make a stoner sitcom better than Disjointed. So I'm not going to go into the premise just yet. I just need to look at what stoners are going to make the best stoner show. So I'm coming to you, Wings. You are my casting director. Now you need to give me four stoners. I need a lead. I need two supporting um, actors, and then I need that wild card that's just every time they're on the screen, every, the, 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 the audience just lights up. So I need a lead, two supporting actors, and a wild card for this stoner sitcom that is supposed to be better than this joining. All right, man, who we got? Okay. That's what Let me think. For the lead, I'd like Fiscal Stoner. I think that would be a good lead, Fiscal Stoner. Yeah, I like that. And then for his support, <clears throat> I think I want to go with. Um, ooh, this is a tough one. Let me think. Um, Zen Willows, she'd be a lot of fun. Um, Let's see who else can we use. My wild card is gonna be Spliff. His hands. Are <laughs> that's, that's, what he is. that's what he is to me always. That dude is that dude is just a wild card. And then for the other support, I would probably have to give that one to. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I'm trying to think who how it would fit the vibe. Cause I'm trying to write episodes right now. I'm sitting here like, well, damn, what are these motherfuckers finna do? Let me think. A nice little, a nice little click. <clears throat> this last spot is valuable, man. Like you already got. Yeah, right. A I'm sitting here like, damn, it's a really hard one. 
Because there's so many ways, there's so many places the show can go just based on the names that you got for your lead and your first supporting. That wild card, that's exactly what you said. Red Spliff is a wild card and a half. So you know, even if it, even if they're having the most serious scene, Red Spliff can come in there and just absolutely bring comic relief that will just have you crying and laughing at the same time. So who's that, who's that last supporting actor? Dino Panda, you know her. You know her on there. That's what's up. I do. I, I don't know that's, if we follow, but I am familiar. That's that's yeah. I'm gonna have to go with that one. Yeah. Give me Fiscal Stoner to lead. Give me Zen. Give me Dino as my support, and then Red can be. He's our Kramer. He just shows the fuck up when he wants to and does what the fuck he wants to do. Uh, we, just, we just sit there and watch and laugh and and just. We just enjoy. I think that'd be a good show. I'd watch it. I'd tune in. Oh, I absolutely yeah. would tune in. And if I can um, add a couple people that I just had as a... a Please do. The more the merrier. No, absolutely. Married. I think this show is going to be great because now I'm going to give you a little bit of storyline. Like, what we realize is one of, um, one of Zen's friends that's going to be introduced around episode two or three is uh, going to be Gigi Ganja Goddess because she is absolutely that hilarious. Was a good one. That's, she is that's absolutely I was, hilarious. I was thinking of her as a support. I genuinely was. I was. Because like her with Spliff, she'd be like that uh, I think it would be like like we're like talking Martin here, you know? Like, like fiscal uh, be yeah. like Martin. We're gonna have like split. A split would be like you know Tommy, and then you got like Gigi be like Pam. So you have like that dynamic that works again. Yeah, you like that little dynamic to where it's like this can go either way. We can you know we can be for or against, and we just I like the banter. That show was that show was fire as fuck, dude. And and, and, and and I'm not even done yet, fam. I'm not even done yet because I got another character for you. This this person that I'm about to name is going to be the quote-unquote adversary of of our band of of misfits, I guess you want to call them. Um, okay. But right. she's not she's not a bad like it's like her character the misunderstood the misunderstood, misunderstood. Part. yeah it's like her character will be perceived as being against our group but all she's doing is smoking and i'm talking about none other than frankie two bowls she's gonna have those two bowls she's the neighbor uh, uh across the hall from our band of misfits um so just to give y'all a recap of where we are so far because we're not done yet We've started this sitcom. It is absolutely going to be a banger. Hilarious, but it's got heart. Our lead is going to be the Fiscal Stoner. And the supporting actors supporting the Fiscal Stoner. We've got Zen, Willows, and Dino Panda. And our wild card that just always popped up, pops up at the right time. Talking about Bruh Man from the Fifth Flow is none other than Red Spliff. Now long lost friend of the crew who pops up every once in a while for some good love and some beautiful views is Gigi Ganja Goddess and our misunderstood quirky neighbor uh, who apparently is a villain at heart because if you listen to the episode of the smoke show that she was on you would understand she killed John McClane you didn't think it was possible all those die hard movies nah Frankie Tubos Killed John McClain. Snuffed his ass straight out. Nakatomi yeah. Chow was this, bitch. So Frankie Tubos is the, the misunderstood neighbor from across the street. I'm educating people. So we need, because this, this, this is a holiday for a lot of folks out there, but I'll, I'll remind all those. First one was genocide. Um... We, we need a holiday episode where we have all of our stoners together. So we've already got about six on the, on, on the spot. We need to add four more for this for this holiday episode. So we got you got two spots out. Who else we add to the table, man? Uh, 
Well, let's grab Fluff Butt. She'd be a lot of fun. She'd be a nice energy to throw in there. And then for the other one, let's go with uh, Stone Memoir. Nice. That's the homie. Nice. Nice. Be smoking with that one a little bit later on this uh, this Thursday. Her and Blaze Hayes should be a good, good time. Um, Alright. You you mentioned Fluff Butt, so before I name my last two, I got it. She is fucking hilarious. Like, me, she and I, um, connect on, we connect on Snap. So, like, we going back and forth, like, every fuck, she is fucking hilarious. I don't care what nobody say. And that, uh, that new mohawk she rocking gets love from the tote, man, like, all day. So, good ones on that one. Folks, I don't know if y'all know, but I'm two blunts in. And if you haven't seen the blunts that I smoke, where have you been? Because, I mean, it's like, it's the same thing every day. You know, it's always, it's a thick brown blunt, and I smoke it. And it's delicious, and I'm high right now, which is ultimately what I'm getting at. You got um, a favorite rap? Favorite blunt rap? So it's it's the uh, smooth BLKs, man. Swisher Swisher um, made an attempt to make a, a plastic tip, like black and mild. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like a Swisher wrap, but it has a plastic tip on it. They're called BLKs. Um, so they have a smooth, a smooth one. They make like three flavors. It's smooth, cherry, and wine. Um, but I think like the two like flavored ones is like overbearing. I don't like it. It completely changes the taste of the cannabis. But the smooth, you know, all I taste when I'm smoking it is the cannabis. But all you smell is the, the tobacco paper. So it's like I feel comfortable smoking in my car when I'm taking that space cruise, you know, or, you know, and, and, and it's a good amount of weed. I mean, you can get, you know, you can put as much in there as you want. I usually try and split it out with some CBD, so I'm not using too mm-hmm. much cannabis. Um, mm-hmm. And I get that CBD feel too, you know. Um, but uh, That's what I'm for. That's what I got right now. That, look, that's the way to go sometimes, fam. Like, uh, shouts out to Her Highness NYC. Um, she's going to be mm-hmm. one of the people that I put around the table. Um, she, uh, you know, her, her company, you know, the fact that CBD is legal in the U.S., mm-hmm. she's able to keep, you know, me taken care of with CBD so I can say, hey, you know, a, fr- a friend of the Tokyo Smoke Show is definitely Her Highness NYC. If you don't know nothing about it, Go check it oh, out. I, awesome. She's oh, awesome. I love it. She's awesome. She's super awesome. Super sweet. Super kind. Super awesome. She 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 deserves all the success she's getting for sure. Oh, big fan. And I I I wish her like I was just talking with her earlier today and yesterday, I believe. Yeah, I I I want her to have all the great things. She's an awesome person. She's awesome. All of it. All of it. She love. And then she, some. And then some. I know she won't mind me talking about this, but she and I, like, we're like actual real people. Like, you know, me and her, we can converse on the phone. We have Skypes where we don't have, we don't record shit. We just sit and talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, that's good people. Um, and shouts out to the last Prisoner Project. Um, it is a um, charity that Her Highness NYC has jumped on with where they're, you know, like actual cannabis pre-rolls. Um, and with the pre-rolls, you'll get a picture um, of a woman who was incarcerated for some bullshit-ass weed charges. Um, and 50% of all proceeds um, from these purchases, half of the money goes to the to the women that are on the that are on the smokes. You know, so I'm like, I think they got gelato. Um, as a as a flavor, um, I think um, was it sugar cookies? There was a cookie in there, so I'm saying like they they got some variety. The THC brands are sold right now, I think, in Cali and Nevada, um, but the CBDs are available all over. So yeah, take advantage of that, man. It's a good cause. You gonna smoke? Help somebody at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
dope. That's that's what it's about, though. That's what it that's what it needs to be about. Helping. That's that's why that's why it should be legalized. That's why it should be destigmatized because it helps people. We'll be right back with more Tokyo Smoke Show. But if you were to make a drink at home for a week and bake, whereas you want to do something afterwards, I would suggest a light roast coffee, which you can, if you go purchase any coffee, it'll tell you on the bag whether it's a light, medium, or dark roast. So you want a light roast because it retains the most caffeine. When you roast a coffee bean, the darker and the longer you roast it, the more caffeine it loses. So um, people usually like to drink a light roast in the beginning of the day and then uh, move on to a dark roast towards later in the day if they still want to drink coffee because you're not getting the same amount of caffeine, but you're getting the same delicious taste. um, About light roast also is it's sweeter. So if you like sweeter coffee, you want light. If you like more of that bitter, dark, like, you know, like put some oomph in it, that kind, you want a dark. My favorite is a medium, and my medium that I roast has the caffeine content of a light, but it has the taste of a dark. That's the Hello Travels right there. The more you know. The Big and the people. thing about it is though fam it's weird because I don't know that weed will universally be accepted for at least two or three generations because if they were to come up if they were to wake up tomorrow if they were to wake up tomorrow and decriminalize it everywhere say weed is decriminalized it is a plant that grows naturally without you even doing anything. You can buy a house and just have weed in your backyard and you ain't done shit, right? So it just grows, right? So they say, all right, weed is decriminalized, boom. There's a, there's been enough propaganda for so long that it'll need to be right. weeded out before mm-hmm. it is universally accepted. You know what I mean? Yep. That's why that's why the destigmatization destigmatization you know what I'm saying has to go along with it. People have to put in that work to be like this person, this person, this person was wrong. This is what they said. That is wrong. That is not true. That is not factual. You know, and you, you're right though. It would still take two to three generations because it kind of reminds me of that uh that little clip I had watched where someone had said. We can, we can stop racism in 20 years, but what we would have to do is we would have to change our educational system to where we teach it from, you know, K through 12 type shit, reinforcing that. And then it would take, it would, it would take a generation of going through it, learning and then having their kids and then reinforcing that and then keeping it, keeping it consistent. So yeah, it would still take two to three generations because, you know, Grandma, grandpa, they got an opinion till you know they kick the bucket and they gonna voice it just like right. the rest of us will. So right. you know, everybody gets a vote, everybody gets a voice. We we live in a democracy, so everybody gets the right to be an asshole. Unfortunately, <laughs> I just I just don't know why I can't just smoke weed. That's all my thing. No, big, big time facts. <laughs> you you brought racism into it, so so now I'm gonna chime in on it. But you know. Before I do that, trigger warning for anyone who, you know, gets, you know, a little agitated or a little anxious when the concept of race comes up, because I understand on both sides, you know, if you've ever experienced racism or if you've ever, you know, like it it, it all, it all can, can be triggering. So trigger warning there. But so I said two or three generations for cannabis to be universally accepted. Race, on the other hand, in these United States would take a fucking lot longer because the situation that we're in, my guy, is, I said this the other day, our country is not old. You know what I'm saying? We're not, not, you know, realistically around, you know, for thousands of years. Nah, we don't have 
a whole lot of history. The history that we do have is ugly as fuck. You've got people now that, that deny. Was, that's the problem too. Oh no, they they'll, they'll deny it like did. crazy. And that's the thing. It's like there are, are are baby boomers right now that were alive when when Jim Crow and civil rights was still a thing. There are people still alive today that were alive when segregation and and that whole thing was like the norm and it was okay. I understand when it was come from a time where it was worse. That's right. the sad part. And, and the thing about it is, worse. and they were okay with it then. So. They've grown tolerant now, but they were okay with it then. So they raised their children to, you know, be okay with seeing it, which is why we see a lot of people that will ignore their racist friends, but they don't do anything over overtly racist, racist themselves. So we've still got that, that blindness to racism is in itself a form of racism so that will need to get weeded out as well because there will be people if you say we're going to abolish all racism we're going to make any racist act a a hate crime and it's going to be anti-american make it a treasonous act to be racist because no one has control over what color skin they're born with right Mm -hmm. make it a treasonous act you're you're still going to have people who ignore you know, the, the they ignore those people who say, why are we still talking about slavery? That like that those people, you know, who say, hey, it may have sucked, but why are we still talking about it? That right there in itself is also a problem. You are correct. You are, you are not wrong. You are not wrong. Because if these people aren't willing to, it's like, okay, good for you. You can, you can, you can, you can say, I'm not going to talk about the past. Good for you. You can put your best up. You can put your best foot forward. But having said that, are you willing to put in the work that is necessary to fix so we won't have to talk about it no more? Because these people usually don't want to put in the work. And then that is blindly because my issue with it is um, like with this whole thing with 2020 and stuff like that, that made it so irritating was you got these people talking about why does this still exist? Why does this still happen? And I'm sitting here like you 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 go to a history book and you find me the point in history where we fixed it where we worked where everybody fixed it motherfuckers bring up martin luther king like martin luther king didn't get shot for what he believed in like assassinated whole ass assassination like are you serious we didn't solve a damn thing the last president president, the last president we had who was for civil rights jfk assassinated coincidences i'm not a fan of them tj i'm not a fan of coincidences i don't like shit like that <laughs> you know but uh it my my thing that i have to add to your, your previous argument with the with the stopping racism and here's my thing how hard would that be because realistically it's so ingrained in our culture genuinely like when you take it into consideration stand-up comedians you know, to an extent, don't get me wrong, positive side of it, I like to think a lot of these people actually break down barriers and racism because I'm being able to be on that stage and to be able to portray this ignorance and to talk about it and then make it in a funny way and swing it, you know, in a simplified way to where everybody can have a chuckle at the end, at the end of the joke, at the end of the punchline. You know, there is there is a, a sort of a, a, a mastery behind that craft that I have a lot of respect for. But when you say we're going to end all racism to an extent, like when you got Cat Williams on stage talking about, you know, like his uh, Pimp Chronicles, you know, mm-hmm. like you've seen it. So like when he's talking about Hispanics and get you some white friends and that and that, all these funny ass jokes, you know, 45 minutes, you fucking laughing your ass off. Right. But to an extent, when you think about it, like, wouldn't that count as racism though? Would that be the type of racism we would have to stop? Like, and that's but then you're 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 trying to control people because you know he's he's kind of in a way he's helping though. Like, cause I see it as he he does help. There is some good that can come out of it because he's like, you know, these comedians and people, they they really make it, they like they're able to take the veil away and it's just like if you really can still buy into this shit you are just as stupid like you you're stupid you know and it's i i don't know it just it really 
kind of a thing because it's like how do we actually stop it how do we how do we fix it to where we don't put ourselves in a worse spot because we shouldn't be in a society where people can't make the type of stuff they want to make you know or talk about their life the way they did or their experiences and how how so ever like that but you know it is that but my thing is you are you are right though we never had a time in our history where we have tried to stop it tried to do something and that's what people don't want to talk about and it's like you can't sit here and be like why does racism still exist at what point did we try to stop it what did you do what did you do when when you know when asked to protest when asked to do this when asked to do to sign a petition you opt out you can't do this you can't you can't even fucking retweet sometimes you know like you can't drop a like when it's simple shit like that it's like you know everybody's got to put in their effort everyone everyone has to do it if we all wanted to stop we all have to do something we all have to work together to do to do something about it and that's that's the problem because there's those people like you just said that are so brainwashed and disillusioned and you know comfortable with how their life works because they've they've gone and became complacent they've told themselves okay as long as i stick to this lane you know it's like me and you when we're driving okay i don't speed i don't do this i don't do that i should be good i should get home safe we shouldn't have to think about all that shit but it's something we we have to go through you know and it's 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 sad because it's like you know everybody everybody wants peace everybody wants happiness everybody and you know we want to talk history our constitution entitles everybody to it so what the fuck that's why i don't i don't understand like i just so many people i just really want to stop the fuck out of them a lot (laughs) just stop talking be quiet stop talking we're gonna keep sitting here and talk about the first one was genocide because it was let's talk about the facts Big facts. Big facts. You you made a whole lot of fucking heat-ass points, man. And I'm just like, yo, you talked about comedians. And one thing I'll say to the point about comedians is like, you're absolutely right. That too would have to be gone. Um, Because that type of speech wouldn't be one that brings about unity. But one thing that I can say with regards to you know most comedians they encourage inclusion they encourage people to interact with people of different backgrounds and it's not all a punchline you know you spending time you know with your white friends your black friends you know whatever it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be a stereotypical like anything like they're joking about I mean it's you conversing and sharing life and and being open to that absolutely like it's just you're going to be enriched by the time that you spend with other people because all you know is what you've experienced all that's all you know is what you've experienced from your perception so whenever you process something you're processing it the best way that you can based on your experiences so and that when, is why it's important in your formative years for you to have positive reinforcement where it's necessary you cannot have those individuals you can't have that grandpa that father who wants to be like yeah call him this call him that because that's not right you it don't it don't matter what the fuck you was doing when you was a little kid and what was okay back then we don't fucking do that like motherfuckers have a name we have birth certificates call motherfuckers <laughs> by their fucking first name how about we do that first then, then we can talk nicknames and all this extra bullshit like <laughs> why you want to get popped so bad like a lot of motherfuckers just want problems they don't know it though they don't think so but it's like you you must want problems because me i'm an avid shit talker avid shit. that's one thing so, that you'll learn more you get to know me i i, I talk shit to a point to where you gonna look at me like do you want to get popped <laughs> you must want to because I'll do it because I'm that type I'll talk you to that point to where I'll see that fire in your eyes and then I'll stop and I'm like nah I'm just kidding I'm just trying to get you there. That's, all. that's all I don't want no problem I'm just fucking with you that's, 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 that's not smoke you want that's, 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 yeah, that's see, no, I don't I don't believe me I don't I'll pick my battles buddy I'll pick them I'll pick them <laughs> no, that was, that was something I had to learn in my life, though, because I used to talk shit to a point where you used to have to run my eyes down 
And I'd be like, oh shit, my bad, I'm sorry. My bad, my bad. <laughs> so that was the button. Okay. Duly noted. Duly noted. Put my asses in a trash can. Plenty of them. <laughs> Pick my ass up, throw me in a fucking trash can, and that was it. I lost. <laughs> I was like, well, you know what? Okay. And what I would do, I would hop out that trash can, walk right back over to them, and proceed to talk shit again. Okay. I just got to run a little bit faster next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hard headed. That's why that's why me now I'm I try to try to keep balance. Cause my my my, my dumb ass shit. That's why I was talking about Spliff with the wild card, cause me and Spliff, we always go back and forth talking shit to each other. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Tokyo Smoke Show. And the voice that you are hearing speaking to you right now is that of Tokyo Jameson. I got wings on the line with me, folks. If you follow <laughs> on Twitter, all I got to say is wings, and you know what it is. That's little bro. I dubbed <laughs> last summer, and, 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 and it stuck. We'll be right back with more Tokyo Smoke Show. A text conversation is still a conversation. So you wouldn't just like, I don't know, listen to somebody ask you a question while you're standing right there in front of them. They ask you the question, you look at them, and then you just start doing something else. Like, that's not going to happen, right? So let's treat our text conversations the same way we would treat a conversation in person. What do you say? The more you know with the smoke show. It's stuck. Like wings is just little bro. That's just what it is. So folks, t- today we done talked about so much damn shit. Let me give you a quick recap. I'm saying we got in we done talked about getting high, because that's fun. We done talked about cannabis and its legalization, if it can be uh, universally accepted, racism and the, shenan- the shenanigans behind that. We done created a whole fucking show for that ass, like a whole sitcom with stoners that you know and love. <laughs> To get you through your your late night binging. So now we've gotten to the point where it's message time. And I think, honestly, y'all been listening to the show. Y'all been hearing little nuggets that y'all will be like, message? Y'all, y'all have heard the, the, the messages all night. But now is where I actually get to give Wings the microphone and let him say whatever the fuck you want. Wings, we're getting ready to get out of here. Take the mic, say whatever the fuck you want, plug whoever you want, shout out, give your message to the people before we get the hell out of here. Shit, well, damn, if this is my, this is my moment, it's my eight mile moment, (laughs) drink water, for one, because I don't, and you should do better than me, and I got to get better about that shit, so drink water, smoke weed, and please, please, if nobody is getting harmed, nobody is bleeding, the shit don't pertain to you, mind your own damn business. Please, just mind your own damn business sometimes. Opt out, you know? Unless you're going to do everything necessary to solve the situation to where everybody gets to be okay, don't put that cape on. Quit getting involved. We don't need Karens out here, okay? We need people who can mind their fucking business, keep their mouth shut, wear a fucking mask and just chill the fuck out. That's it. I don't... 2021, let's stop the hostile energy. And that's it. That's all I gotta say. Let's, 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 since everybody wants to stop talking about racism, how about 2021, we make that the year we have to, you know, get some shit done so we can maybe stop talking about racism. Because I can just imagine a world of what we could talk about when we don't have to worry about stupid shit like that hanging us up. Maybe we could cure cancer. Who knows? <clears throat> maybe we'll I'm maybe we'll it. reach Mars. Maybe we'll reach Mars. Who knows? Fuck it. Might actually get some shit accomplished. <clears throat> and I just said all this bullshit. But that's all I. 
What do I know? Smoke weed. (laughs) I'm with it. The slogan from Wings is get shit done in 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a banger. I have absolutely had nothing but good times vibing with my little brother, Wings. Good shit. Folks. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Awesome. It's a good time. We'll have to make it happen again. This is what I this is what I knew it was gonna be. So, um, folks, I hope you're enjoying uh, this Black Friday extravaganza. I had to give it to you like I gave it to you, and we talked about a lot of shit. Um, it's hilarious that you know Wing said we don't need any cans. I, um, in my old age, still learning, found out that there's an actual dialect in Africa, I believe, known as Karen, K-A-R-E-N. And I was like, the first thing I said whenever I found out that, I was like, oh, I can finally tweet that I don't speak Karen. And it'll be hilarious because of the, the, you know, the thing that, you know, in this country, Karen has become a whole thing. So I was like, hey, I can say I don't speak Karen. People will think that I'm talking about white women and I'm actually talking about the language. That's hilarious. Yeah, you got to tweet that shit. If you don't, I will. <laughs> I'm just letting you know right now. That's one of those tweets. I'm like, nah, nah, that's a good one. You you either tweet it or I will. Because uh, that's a I'll, good I'll, one. I'll, I'll save it for a Monday when, when people are bored at work, don't want to be there, and they're on Twitter. So I can, you know, yeah. Perfect. That's yeah. at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. What the hell is this? <laughs> Hop on Twitter. I'm taking a shit at work. God damn it. Tokyo doesn't speak Karen. God damn, no, he doesn't. And I don't. <laughs> None of us. That's, that's, that is what it is, man. All right, gonna folks. Be really funny. What's going to be really funny is when you get that motherfucker who's going to try to speak Karen to you. That's what's going to be really fucking funny. It's coming. And then, you're, and then you tell him you're not even speaking the right Karen. Karen. Not even <laughs> and then really fucked the head up, right? I'm speaking the right Karen. Nah, just... <laughs> you, you, you don't even know what we talk about at this table, sure. That's the wrong way. Alright, folks. You know, know what? what? I got one thing to add to that Karen thing. That is another level of culture appropriation they done did to us. Oh, the whole... <laughs> That's just another layer of that shit. Look at that. They just took a whole dialect and made it a bad thing. They just keep taking shit, making it, making it <laughs> negative, and saying it to us. It's ridiculous. Oh, man. That's too much. That is absolutely too much. Folks, if you got your drinks ready, because you know you're playing the Tokyo Smoke Show drinking game and you're drinking whenever I say certain shit, then get ready for the exit. And if you're smoking, keep it going because we got to get high. Step out proud with your flaws and no draws. Stay high and first class ass. And we will be back to do it again next time. Even higher. Peace.